Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Vault. I'm here with my man, Chris. What's up, y'all? It's a good day to be alive and to talk about movies. Definitely, definitely, man. What you got um what you got up for the new year, man? You got any resolutions? What are you what are you aiming to do? No, um, I'm looking to take my video production company to six to six figures. Um, and I'm also looking at oh, this is very, 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 very important because I feel like I've put this to the wayside for too long. I'm looking to get back to the creative side of film, man. Like, you know, I've been Same. doing, I've been doing content creation, you know, for, you know, uh, businesses and things like that. But I'm, I'm so looking forward to, in a sense, having my business run on autopilot and then just being able to dream again and to be able to just think creatively and to brush up on some skills and just have these creative projects. Like I miss it. You know, I miss having that. Like, oh, I, I don't have anything to do for the next week. Like, what can I dream up in my head and what can I actually film? I miss that. I I, I, I dig that, man. I feel that. I'm um I'm looking to write more, man. I'm looking to write more uh creatively, write more in my um internet cyber diary on my computer. Um mm-hmm. I'm looking to get more into copywriting because I actually want a career out of that. Mm-hmm. To the point where I can um, leave the job I have now um, and, you know, kind of get like a big, uh, a big earning build with um, with that uh, trade, because mm-hmm. I feel like it is possible. I just need to learn the infrastructure. Well, see, the, the, the thing is, everybody needs copywriting. Everybody really needs it. Shoot, yeah, I need it. But the thing is, just like it's, you know, just finding those people that are at that point to where they they're saying that I want to outsource this project over to copywriters. And there are people that will pay big bucks for that. I mean, you're, you're talking about doing people's websites and or, or, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's totally possible. Totally. Definitely. So, man, like I, um, yeah, man, the infrastructure is out there. I just want to, uh, I just gotta like, like put my feet in the water and look into it. Um, it's something I've been meaning to get into a long for a long time. Not as long as I've been meaning to like, you know, break my foot into the screenwriting industry, but it's something I've been looking at for a long time. I say do it, man. Do it, you know. And um, you know, once you get some good revenue coming in, I mean, then you can get back to what you really want to do, which is write films. So I mean, I say do it, bro. Yeah. Yeah, because um the industry I'm in now, I'm not complaining. I I I have I have, a, I have a, a solid wage, but it's you know it's something that you know with any job that's that you're not the boss of that you don't run yourself. It doesn't last forever. Mm-hmm. Um, it may last forever depending on what your uh, depiction of forever is, but you know who wants to work for somebody for the rest of their life? Right. You want that freedom. You want to be able to do. You know. You want to be able to. Take take a, at any moment. Just be like, you know what? I'm taking a vacation. <laughs> exactly. You do want to do that, and you know, um, my heart really goes out to, especially in these pandemic times, people who don't even have that luxury. Not even in a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, like now, I, I think the CDC said you don't have to quarantine for as long as we used to. Like, I, I think it was like two weeks. Now it's shorter than that, and it's like. 
someone could possibly read into that and i'm not i'm not saying this is what it is but someone could read into that saying oh yeah take time off for your health but you know remember to get back to work and right. yeah man i don't i don't want to be stuck in that kind of situation yeah yeah uh but those those are our resolutions um oh and you know um get better at this married thing too still kind of freshly new to me and uh i think we're doing a good job but you know i can always uh find out how i want to learn how to have a stronger love language if that but makes sense I'm, i don't know if we went over this um but there were about three books that that me and Ange um read that really helped our marriage as as well as classes but if 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 nothing else, these books really help. The five love languages, and then there's another one that I'm gonna text you. I don't have it with me right now. I think I have but, that one. Yes, the, so that that one is essential. And then there's one about finances, and then there's another one about just like marriage in general, and that helped us out so much and set us on the right path. So I'm gonna text you those. Um, sorry everyone listening that you know I, I don't have the books with me right now but um you know maybe we'll put that in the comment description or something like that so i got the i got um i think it's his wants her needs or something like that and mm-hmm. uh i also got a uh, the the original you know men are from uranus women are from mars mm-hmm. i don't know what it's okay. about but you know everyone knows that title so it might be something good okay well, cool. Well, you know, hey, cheers to that. Cheers to the new year and setting your marriage off on the right foot and getting better with that and um, and accomplishing your goals. Absolutely, man. All right. So for this one, folks, um, I took a look at Adam McKay's newest film, you know, with uh, Leo, J-Law and a whole lot of other uh, big name stars. Uh, Don't Look Up. And, you know, Chris, uh, he's a little... Uh, a little uh, six years too late, but um, oh no, right. two years, not two years. six years. I'm about to say six the, the article years. was written. The article was written six years ago. That the <laughs> movie's based off of. He's he's um he's two years late. I'm two years late, almost I, three. Yeah, almost three. He finally saw Hustlers. Hey, low key, I, I have I still haven't seen this movie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, bro. So the, the only reason I watched it is because I f- I forgot about it. I forgot mm-hmm. that it had came out, and then. I recently saw like an article about it or whatever, and I was like, "Oh, I did forget to see that movie." So that's why I watched it. Okay, uh, I'll let you head us off, man. You know, how'd you, how did, uh, how do you, uh, what's your response to this movie? How, how'd you like it? All right, so okay, so I, I feel like um, there's there's something in this movie for if you're a woman, and there's something in this movie for if you're a man. So um obviously so this this movie was one of the biggest films of 2019 mainly because it has j-lo in it you know who we are you know everybody gawks at j-lo right um and then mm-hmm. you have uh constance Wu, who I, I believe is pretty popular one of the main draws to this was cardi b and kiki palmer she's also in this as well julia styles um so you know you, you have some like big names in there. Um, so basically this film is about strippers that uh, create a system in order to steal money from their clients. 
that's basically like the gist of it. Now, this film has some great imagery. You know, J Lo got her body fit. Uh, you know, Cardi B is always out there with her body, so you know you already know what she looked like in it. Um, and you know, the the cast is a very attractive cast. That's what I can say. Everybody's doing their tricks on the pole, and everything is great. Um, now, when when I say that there's something in it for that was Lizzo. Liz. Liz, Liz. <laughs> you're not gonna ask me that question <laughs> no i mean like was she funny was she was she funny and sexy was she kind of like comedic effect what, what was she in the movie to be honest uh lizzo wasn't in it for that long like she was because i i barely remember her even being in the film um and i probably didn't even really notice her to be honest um, she was in there for a short amount of time. She 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 did add a little bit of comedic uh, value to it, which in a body in a body positivity kind of way, it kind of uh, I don't think they should have made her the comedic value in that sense. But um, right, right. it was you know she wasn't bad. She wasn't bad. Uh, she was she, she she did her part. Um, okay. So yeah, so this film is also based on a, a true story. Now I'm sure they took liberties here and there, but it was based on a true story. Now, when I say that this this film has something for men, obviously for men, it's just like the the imagery of of the women climbing up and down the pole. I mean, what man doesn't like to see that? Um, for women. In a sense, now this is this might be the wrong way to go about it, but in a sense, it's it's a, a woman empowerment movie, you know, that basically says, you know, men aren't the only ones that can create schemes and steal money. Um, women women can also do it too. And you know, there's power in being a woman. Um, so you know, it's a it's a great story. Um you know, as devious as some of the plots were, the humanity of the of the dancers came out in the film, which was great to see because it wasn't like they were all just, you know, just villains just out to get men. It was like there was there was a real purpose behind what they were doing. Um, so it was good to see that because it 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 the, it meant that the characters were fleshed out completely and that there was more than just like oh, I'm just going to steal as much money as I can. Yeah, um you know, I I I see I saw the reviews and they said um like Jennifer Lopez like it, it might be her like her best performance. So like with you seeing the movie what what makes it her best performance? To be honest, I think I think it was her character, man. Like her character like the character of her character, as bad as what they did, the character of her character shown it showed through all of the mess. Mm-hmm. And um, in the at the end, like there, there's a scene where um, Constance Wu, who plays the uh, the main character, mm-hmm. um, she because the the the, the film starts off with constant with constance who talking to a r- reporter and so so they're building a story because it's it's a real story or whatever so there was a chance where j-lo could have outed uh constance Wu as this bad person mm-hmm. but she didn't 
she she you know basically said that you know Constance Wu was a good person and stuff like that and and that was it like it could have got real nasty but it didn't so I think the fact that JLo's character had that much character was the best part of it so she has a lot of heart that's what you're saying she has a lot of heart she's the heart of the movie um okay she's magnetic on screen yeah she is and and the funny thing is you you don't realize it until after you're done watching you're like wow like that was an interesting character okay okay uh so we we give this out of five i give it a i i give it a four out of five okay that's pretty good it is pretty good it's 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 not it's not your typical stripper movie and i think that's what makes it different hey quick quick uh quick versus uh this versus zola which one you going with this one okay they were both based on true stories too which is crazy yeah another yeah another thing that's crazy uh, when we when we get into the next film adam mckay who directed don't look up was a producer for hustlers oh really Oh, well now I'm inter- I'm really interested in watching that film now. Bet. Yeah. All right. So you so you recommend it. Um, this had always been like a little in the back of my radar. Um, mm-hmm. I love Kiki Palmer. She was my mm-hmm. first girlfriend. No, <laughs> second after Raven. Raven Simone. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I, I did want to see this film. I think my wife saw this in theaters with her friends, and she said she liked it. But um, it's always been in the back of my mind. I will watch it one day. Because I heard that it's 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 shot very well, the pacing is very good, and uh, like you said, it has really strong characters. Yeah, I would say this is a good one to watch with the wife. So yeah, definitely. Okay, well, all right. I, mean, well, I, I don't know how your wife feels about you know watching other naked women dance and stuff. I don't, I don't know, but that's, so probably, that's, that's between y'all. She'll probably jokingly cover my eyes and you know, <laughs> like, like like move on or whatever. She don't care. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it has Cardi B in it, her favorite rapper, so she won't care. There you go. All right, man. Um, so over Thanksgiving, I mean over Christmas, I'm sorry. Uh, I took a look at uh Don't Look Up. So that's the newest film by Adam McKay. Um on Netflix. It's the hot Net- hottest movie. It's like trending number one, I think, on Netflix right now. You know, I don't keep up with that list, man. Uh, but every time I'm in there, I'm always seeing like, you know, one day it might be Squid Game. The other day, the top one might be uh, True Story with Kevin Hart, which I got to watch because I heard Kevin Hart is great in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but um, w- one day is made or you. Uh, but yeah, man, don't look up the hottest movie on Netflix. Uh, it better be the hottest movie with the ton of uh, big names they got in this movie, dude. I mean, Leonardo you can tell. DiCaprio. There's like 14 Oscar noms, seven Golden Globe nominations, and three Grammy nominations between this whole cast, dude. <laughs> uh, you got Leo, you got J Law, you know, okay. For the audience out there, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer mm-hmm. Lawrence, Jonah mm-hmm. Hill, Tyler Perry, Rob Morgan, Mark Rylance, Timothy Chalmot, Hellboy. Yeah. They spent Ari- a lot of money on this film. <laughs> and who are you telling? Meryl Streep, Ariana Grande, Kid oh Cudi, goodness, uh, Tyler Perry. I think I Netflix said him. Is, yeah, yeah, Netflix is about to go bankrupt, man. They keep that up. 
<laughs> oh no, no, they're making their money back. I know that. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, with 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 all those subscribers, and that's the difference with Netflix between you know movies are at the movies and then streamers because you can it's subscriber based so you make that money back but, right yeah kate blanchett yeah a whole whole lot of people in this movie dude um but anyway so this is what the film is about uh leonardo dicaprio and jennifer lawrence are two astronomers um jennifer lawrence is a grad student leonardo dicaprio is a um like a professor and uh, they do astronomy uh, PhD work at Michigan State University, uh, mm -hmm. my alma mater, uh, which is pretty funny because they it gets a lot of it, it gets a lot of jokes thrown their way throughout the movie. But anyway, mm -hmm. they discover uh, a comet, and um, you know Jennifer Lawrence discovers a comet, and uh, at first she's like, "Oh yeah, we discovered this. Uh, I discovered this comet in the sky." They celebrate, it's a new discovery, something they can publish. She's gonna get mm -hmm. published. So at some point, um, Leo's character, uh, his name is Randall Mindy. Uh, Jennifer's character is Kate Dabowski, uh, uh, Dibioski, my bad. Uh, so Mindy, he starts uh, calculating uh, the comets like a uh, distance from earth, you know, just for fun. And uh, the more and more he does it, the more he realizes, oh shoot, this is, this is coming our way. You know, so um, they call up uh, they call up the head of NASA and they're like, uh, hey, um, this comet is coming to Earth in about six months and it could call like extinct. It could cause extinction level damage. Uh, mm -hmm. This needs to be addressed. So NASA, um, you know, they uh, they the head of NASA um, calls up somebody that's on the head of their planetary defense coordination office. That's an actual that's an actual thing. Um, and, uh, you know, from there they go to the white house. So they're freaking out, you know, they're going to the white house and they meet the president who is played mm -hmm. by Meryl Streep. And dude, if I tell you, this is one of her most, her most like funniest, wildest roles, because it's, it's unlike anything she's ever done because it's such a goofy, it's basically a goofy female caricature of Trump. Like that's her character. Um, okay. so and Jonah Hill, who is the funniest dude in this movie to me, to me, just got the funniest lines. He's the chief of staff and he's her son. <laughs> so they start talking with them and they're like, uh, hey, uh, this comet is coming to Earth and we need to do something about this. Like this something needs to be done. And she's like, man, you know how many people come in here about climate change, meteors in the sky? uh pandemics and stuff like that like my like i, I don't listen there, there's something that's coming to kill us every day we you know we did this is nothing so right. here's where the joke the punchline of the joke of this film comes in it's like they try to tell everybody about this comet that's coming how earth is very seriously could be in trouble in the in like like soon and everyone kind of ignores them they or, or they hear them or they, and they use it for their own personal gain. Mm -hmm. Like, um, like, like, so from there, they go to this place that resembles the New York Times, but it's not the New York Times, wink, wink. Um, and they tell them, <laughs> okay. they tell them like, man, the White House just kicked us out. They didn't believe us. Uh, this comet's gonna come and ruin the whole earth. So they're like, oh man, oh man, we could do something about this. Like we need to, we need to make this clear that this is happening. 
but they want to make it clear that it's happening to make the administration look bad, not because they really care. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to they want to make a hit piece. So they go from there. They go to a morning show where Tyler Perry and Kate Blanchett are two co-hosts that um, kind of remind you of uh, Michael Strahan and um, who was the other one? Uh, Kelly Ripper. Uh, that's they're they're pretty funny. So the whole punchline of this movie is no one believes them at some point they do believe them um that's kind of like after the first act and the kind of the china joke kind of runs a little too long if you ask me to the point where they they actually start to believe them but then it's the way they try to take care of it which makes the movie even more ridiculous um so don't look up you can tell straight off the bat this movie is a metaphor for how most people look at climate change mm-hmm. you know they look at it as well, you know, ain't nothing wrong if things get a little hotter, less winters, but they kind of <laughs> ignore the blaring things of like the polar caps are melting. We're having more wildfires in California, more unstable weather. This is not normal for the climate to change this rapidly. Now, in this mm-hmm. film is dealing with the meat with the comet coming to Earth and threatening to like, you know, ruin the entire planet. So it's the same thing. Climate change can ruin the entire planet. So it's a metaphor for that. It's a metaphor for everyone using a serious issue such as this for their own personal gain. Um, I will say this, man. Above all else, the acting in this movie is top notch. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio plays against type as a very straight laced, you know, nerdy professor, and he does it very well. Um, Low key, I think one of his best roles because he's just so method with it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he 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 sinks into that role. He he feels like he is a um, middle-aged professor that has anxiety that's dealing with this crippling news he he hears and doesn't know how to deal with it. And the mm-hmm. fact that nobody's listening to him. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence does really well as Kate uh Kate DiBiaschi. The only thing is, I feel like halfway through the second act, they don't really know what to do with her character. She mm. she does well in the role, but I feel like they kind of just push her to the side and then bring her back a little later towards the, like the third act. Um, I'm not ruining anything, but it's like it feels like the film don't doesn't really know what to do with Kate. Um, okay. Jonah Hill kills it, man. He's just his his improvisational uh, lines with with him and Jennifer Lawrence. He he just kills it, dog. He made he had me smiling from ear to ear in every scene in this movie. So is he more of an improv actor then? I think so, because it, it didn't if it was scripted, he made it feel like it wasn't scripted. That's that's mm-hmm. how good he is at um just improv comedy. Uh his he he was just he just had great one-liners, dog. Um and when you watch this, I we can we can talk about it too. But um he was really good. Uh who else I want? Oh, dude, Mark Rylance. Now you you know who he is, right? Mark Rylance. No. So he's a character actor. So he's been in a few stuff. Um, he was in Dunkirk. He was in the trial of the Chicago six, the trial of the Chicago seven. But he um you seen Ready Player One? Yeah. He was the guy that created the game. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so he okay. Okay. Yep. He's he's a character actor. He he really sinks into his characters. Man, this might be one of his best roles, dude. So he plays like a tech billionaire, right? Who's like a cross. He's like a um, a Tim Cook 
with an Elon Musk type of personality. You know what I'm saying? So he's he's um he's he's like a he's he's a tech billionaire. He's he he he's like Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Steve Jobs, Elon Musk rolled into one. So he finds out that the uh, comet that's coming to Earth, he's like, well, you know, if we go with this comet uh, and we split it up into billion pieces and it, it it travels all around the Earth, we can use those pieces for like minerals and you know like more money we get basically the elements and minerals inside of the comet can be used for money and right. you know you know jay law and leo are like we're not going to be alive to use those minerals right you know <laughs> what i'm saying like that's how that's how ridiculous this movie gets um ron perlman hellboy he kills it in the movie as a colonel that uh, helps lead a space force mission to uh take down the comet which is pretty pretty hilarious sequence um Kid Cudi and Ariana Grande are in this movie and they play like a like a celebrity couple that's like recently broke up and that's getting more news than the comic coming to Earth. Again, like a, a play on celebrity culture and stuff like that. Um, they're, they're, they're okay for the roles they're given, uh, which, which they're not on the screen long. Mm -hmm. So all in all, man, I think it's a it's a it's a it's a good satire, but I feel like the jokes get a little too over the top at times. Like there's there's points in the movie where it gets it gets very ridiculous. And I'm like, like, okay, maybe I, I cut a little. I feel like this movie is two and a half hours. Uh 30 minutes could have been cut to me. Like honestly, this this movie really didn't need to be that long. Um, I understand why Adam McKay kind of throws everything at the wall and just kind of makes fun of any and everything. I didn't have a problem with that. I just feel like it made it, it, it kind of messed with the pacing of the movie. Like after a while, when things get more and more dumber, you're like, okay, so what's, where's the punchline at? Like, where, 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 what is this all? I know this might eventually come to the world ending but like well what's what's to be said out of all of this like are we really going to get back to the plot are we going to get back to the seriousness of it or is this gonna is this gonna just ratchet up to more and more silliness mm -hmm. um i don't know man i don't know how i feel about this movie i you know when i first watched it i was like man i don't know that that had a lot of great actors in it a lot of top names but the top names couldn't save the plot. And I, I initially gave it like a 2.5. Um, but it was a, it wasn't a bad 2.5. It was a 2.5 because, you know, it had a great premise to it. Great idea, great, great actors, great list of performers, but it was like too long. Like it did not need to be two and a half hours. It really didn't. Mm. Um, okay. And compared to other Adam McKay films, the big short vice, all of the Adam, all of the Will Ferrell hits, uh, Step Brothers, Anchorman, name them down the list. I feel like this movie was like coming off the Big Short. Have you seen those movies, The Big Short and Vice? Nope. Okay, The Big Short is a great film. Um, it's a film where it's a drama, but it leans into like comedic elements because it's based off the uh, the real. It's based off the housing market crash. That happened okay. in the two thousands. Um, mm -hmm. It handles that it handles that situation with sincerity, but there's this there's a little comedy to it. There's Brad there's Pitt, a, Ryan Gosling, Christian Bale. Yeah, great, great cast, man. Um, there was a good balance to that movie, 
you don't really get that in this movie. There's not really a real balance. It's like very, very comical, mm -hmm. but it's like, it's comical to a point where it's like, I can't take this movie seriously. Like even with the point it's trying to make, I can't take it seriously. Do you uh, think that was the point though? It's like to the point to where like, we don't take anything seriously anymore. Like, do you think that was part of the message? I mean, obviously even, it was, but do you think like they wanted people to feel like that? Even if it was part of the point, I didn't need to see two hours and 30 minutes of it. Mm, okay. Two hours at most, not two mm. hours and 30 minutes. I just, I, I really feel like this film could have did with some, uh, some editing. I, I really feel like it could have did with some um, time uh, shortening. So with that being said, I I ain't gonna give it a three, but I give it a two point eight for effort. Um, because <laughs> listen, man, ever since he broke up with Will Ferrell, dude, like ever since their relationship kind of deteriorated and broke up, I've been wanting Adam McKay to get like when you break up from somebody and you get a revenge body, you know what I'm saying? You get like a you get your rebound uh partner and you make your your ex look, you make your ex jealous. I want I want Adam McKay to get a revenge bod in the form of a movie, dude. Like make make Will Ferrell regret that he ain't working with you no more. You know what I'm saying? Like because this dude used to direct the best Will Ferrell comedies, like Anchorman, Step Brothers, um, Talladega Nights. But it's like now he's on his own solo career, which is great. And Will Ferrell hasn't really been. I don't know. The Will Ferrell movies that have been coming out lately haven't really been, haven't really looked all that good. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I I don't really like Will Will Ferrell. Well, okay. Regardless if you like him, I'm saying these movies were hits. Mm -hmm. Like they were yeah. hits. Um, yeah, I like Will Ferrell. I think he's cool. But these movies were hits, and they were a great team. So now he's on his own. I want him to like do a little bit more. Like he was on a he was on a nice track with The Big Short. Vice was okay, but I really liked the big short. And I feel like this movie, I give it, I, I, it had a good effort behind it, but it was just too much being thrown at the wall. I, I needed it to rein itself in at times. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I say, give it a watch, man. You might have a different take than me. I mean, you know, it was, it's, it's on the watch list. And um, I meant to watch it a few days ago when I had time, but um I'm definitely going to watch it um, at some point, uh, probably sooner rather than later, because I want to watch it while it's still hot. So. Mm -hmm. All right, man. Um, so, yeah, that's my that's my review of that, man. I felt like it was it's was right. Yeah, was a, yeah was that's that's the impression I'm getting from you. Um, and I was kind of iffy on this film, too, because it, it seemed like it could go either way. So I was like, eh, I, mean, I know it has all these big stars in it, but that doesn't mean anything these days. You don't, you don't get cool so, points for that, man. You, yeah, you don't get so, cool points for that. So, um, is there anything you've been watching lately in the TV world? Well, like I mentioned on, on the last episode, Behind Her Eyes was the last uh, TV um show i watched um i mean actually no i take that back ghost 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 power book two i've been watching that um which is good you know what i mean you know it's, it's always good but that show always has twists and turns so uh we're mid-season right now they're they're taking a uh like a, i think it's a two-week break 
mm-hmm. before they released, you know, the, the next half, which is going to lead right up into, I believe it's called Power, Power Book 4, Force or something like that. That brings Tommy back yeah. into it. So that's so that on the day that Ghost Power Book Two ends, that's when the the uh Tommy one is gonna come out. So I hate Tommy, man. I you never know liked, what? I never liked his kid. I like the actor because he he makes me hate the character. He does well, but I, I don't like Tommy. You know, I, I find it interesting because you know Tommy always was the one that didn't think about things all the way through. So I'm interested to see what his character gets up to without ghost without the without the direction of ghost what does tommy do on his own yeah uh well i won't be watching but you tell me if it's good right i will (laughs) Um, (laughs) i guess no i'm not a power hater i just i i don't know man i i i I stayed with it for about five seasons and i just kind of gave up Uh, you know it's you know what's crazy in the world of TikTok, I feel like Power is a TikTok show. And what I mean by that it's is the TikTok pace. show of gangster dramas. Yeah. And so <laughs> and what I mean by that is like it's the pacing of it. Every single minute or three minutes, or whatever, something happens that it's like a cliffhanger. And so it's constant cliffhanger. So I think, you know, especially if you're coming from TikTok, it you can relate to that pacing. Well, if, let me tell you something, man. If that's the TikTok, let me let me introduce you to the Discord of a uh, gangster dramas, dude. You need to be watching Snowfall. That's what that's what everybody keeps saying, and I'm I'm gonna have to watch it, Listen, bro. The the first season, you know, what I'm saying it's it's like a season of power. You kind of got to stick with it for the story, and just like you you got to watch it just to like understand the storyline. Let me tell you, when the second season comes around, uh, it's it's uh it's Feet on the ground, pedal to the metal, dude. I'm on season three right now. It shows mm-hmm. good, man. It really is good. Uh, it's a great gangster drama. There's yeah. three storylines that are intertwined, um, and they're intertwined very well. The main actor does very well, too. Um, uh, Damon Idris, I believe his name is. And I think you saw a movie with him, right? With him and Anthony Mackie. Damon Idris. Anthony Mackie was like a robot or something um, outside the wire. It's a Netflix movie. But anyway. Oh, outside the wire. I didn't watch that one yet. OK, OK. I think I think Paige was the one that watched it, I think. Yeah. But uh, good movie, man. I mean, I mean, not good movie, but good show, man. I really like Snowfall. OK, cool. I'm, I'm going to check that out. You know what? You know what I'm really looking forward to? And I might as well just say, you know, since this is right, right before the new year um, or this is the new year. Um, Euphoria. Euphoria season two. I am so looking forward to that, man. Man, wasn't that a long break? It I mean, was a it, it was, but I, I think what happened was COVID. I really think that that's what stopped them. Because they were they were trying to film the next season during COVID, but um, you know, of course, the with the restrictions and stuff, they couldn't do it. So they filmed those two little teaser or filler episodes that we got during i think during yeah, the covid season those are pretty nice i like those yeah so 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 now they're done with the second season they're gonna release it now so covid jacked a lot of stuff up man yeah it really did um okay well euphoria season two all right i'll yeah. uh that that's sh- that should be good 
that should be good. I, I, I like the first season, so it uh it should go all right. Um what are you looking forward to? I had it on the tip of my tongue before you mentioned Euphoria. Now, now I really forgot. I know Star Wars has a new show coming out, The Book of Boba Fett. Uh, I'm not I still interested got... in that, man. You didn't like The Mandalorian? I didn't even watch The Mandalorian because I was just like, I was kind of tired of Star Wars. I heard The Mandalorian is good. I, that's a, that is what I've heard, and but I, I put it on the back burner because it's just like, eh, I'm, I'm not really... I've never really been that big of a Star Wars fan anyway. So it was okay, just kind of like that that figures then. Cause if you yeah. if you if you ain't, then you ain't. You know, it's strange. I I showed my wife Rogue One and she liked that movie, but she didn't like the original Star Wars. And mm-hmm. I, I like Rogue One too, but you know, I, I was kind of surprised she didn't like the original Star Wars, but whatever. Um, oh my man, in March, it's finally coming back. ATL, Atlanta. Oh, see, that's another show I haven't watched. Hold up. Not one episode? Not not one episode. Um, What did that come on? FX. Yeah, see, I didn't have cable, so I (laughs) I didn't watch it. Man, in the age of stream hosting websites, fire sticks, and whatever else you can get your hands on, it makes no sense why you haven't seen Atlanta by now. Yeah, I, it they, wasn't. It was, they, I, I heard that it was good, but I just never put it as a priority to watch. They, they even showed the first episode free on his Facebook page when it first launched. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't there for that. Wow. <laughs> Well, I guess you should add that to the list. I'm actually going to try to knock down my list, man. Oh, it's on Hulu. Yeah, awesome. all that all FX shows are on Hulu now. The only thing is, I have the basic package, so I'm not, I'm not sure if it's on the basic package. I mean, it could be. You just might just have ads. I mean, yeah, but like there, there, there's some shows, like if you have the basic package, like some shows are just locked, like they don't let you see them so i gotta see if it's available well look into that asap um all right folks well that wraps up another episode of the vault uh thank you for hanging with us uh everyone have a happy new year i hope you achieve everything you want to achieve in the new year because i know we set resolutions and we're just like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that then life catches up and you forget about it. But I really hope whatever resolutions you set for yourselves, y'all really achieve it. My thing uh, is just start. You don't even have to wait until any new year. Just, you know, whenever you feel like you want to really, you know, reach a goal, just start. That's the only thing I could really say. Absolutely. All right, y'all. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Y'all stay blessed. Peace.